Welcome. You are listening to Fridays with Francis. As president of the East End Chamber, Francis Castaneda Dice is a wealth of information, connections, and is both an East End native resident and aficionado. This podcast is co-hosted with Jenny Justice Neumeyer, where you will hear discussions on business, travel, local news, hot topics, and personal experiences. Without any further ado, let's hear from Francis. Happy Friday! We're here with Fridays with Francis, <laughs> and I'm Francis. Yay! <laughs> and today we're excited to have our very first guest speaker. Hey. <laughs> yes, we have Tristan Sutton here, and Tristan is a social media guru. I'll let him give a little bit more about himself. But I met him about two years ago via his wife. His wife and I are connected on social media. Beautiful lady, Cece Sutton, and at a City of Houston Facebook training camp with the City of Houston, she introduced us. Very impressed with him, got his card, and then a year after that, invited him to speak at a Chambers um, East End Means Business event, and he was a big hit. So we're in for some great knowledge sharing today. I know, and he's like super legit because he's been officially hired by Facebook (laughs) to consult them on their curriculum for their Level Up program, which is Facebook Ads Training Mm -hmm. uh, Workshop, and they teach across the globe. So maybe you haven't quite gone viral yet, but you're global. (laughs) So that's pretty impressive. Yes. And also, Tristan is the exclusive social media ads trainer for the Houston Association of Realtors, which has about 39,000 members. And he's been featured in all these media outlets like Fox 26 News, Houston Business Journal, Houston Chronicle, CW39. And he just also launched an online Facebook ads training course for realtors across the nation. And um, and is available for speaking engagements. We'll have all your information below because there's one a link for realtors, a, a website for you for speaking engagement, and a Facebook link. So, welcome, Tristan. Awesome. Thank you. I'm, I'm tired just listening to the um, accolades. Yes, yes. <laughs> I've been a little busy. <laughs> just a little bit. Well, you, are, you earned it all. Thank and you. And maybe you should tell us, how did you get into wanting to do social media and Facebook? Gotcha, gotcha. So, that's a great question because many people also only see me as like the insurance guy that now plays on Facebook. My, I have a degree in marketing from Texas A&M. So, um, I tell people I'm actually a marketer that happens to be an entrepreneur. So, um, studied social media media once I got out of um, college and really start seeing the impact it had versus traditional forms of advertising. So I said, let me just dive in with my marketing brain and really learn this tool. And, you know, it's been a blessing ever since I've grown two businesses with it. And really people start saying, hey, can you teach me how to do this? And my mentor said, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. So then I started a consulting business. Good for you. Good for you. And in your workshops, what are some of the challenges that some of these small business or just individuals have and they bring to you? Oh, man, so many. But (laughs) some of the uh, most common ones are just really not understanding the power of social media as a tool and not just a tool anymore. So um, it is a way to get your message out in front of your target market on a consistent basis um, using a platform that everyone accesses on average two hours a day and checks eight times a day. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Now, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So this is what's trending right now is the hashtag Dolly Parton challenge. <laughs> and we're going to use this episode to show Frances <laughs> on her Dolly Parton challenge. Uh, her Tinder picture will include Uh-oh. her husband. <laughs> so you see these like things mm-hmm. that trend all the time. Absolutely. Is this just like a luck thing that people put something out and then it just like picks up, goes viral or starts hashtag trending? Yeah, for the most part it's called social listening so you want to see 
what is going on in the social media community and what is resonating with people so it, it recently was the little cat with the lady screaming at it <laughs> it's Enough, still going around it's still going around <laughs> yeah. you know we supposed to have left that in 2019 so <laughs> when people see something that they enjoy or resonate with or get some i guess call them warm and fuzzies then that's what really causes things to go viral where they can evoke an emotion of happiness um sadness anger if it can touch uh, emotion on a wide enough scale, that will help increase the virality of an, a meme, a post, or something on social media. I like that. And using social media as a tool versus, versus a toy because I tend to find myself, I just got onto Facebook mm-hmm. and now I hear that Instagram is like the most popular thing. So how do you balance the two? Do you, do you have like old school people like me that are don't really know what they're doing, but they mm-hmm. want to get into to both of them? We don't call them old school. We call them seasoned saints. Oh, <laughs> season I love saint. that. I'm a seasoned saint. Seasoned saint. Um, is, this is also trademarked already. So our t-shirt will be coming out with seasoned All right, there saint. we go. There we go. So, yeah, so just finding the platform that, first of all, the most important is your audience is on. So Mm -hmm. finding the platform that your audience is on and then one that you enjoy because you have Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, all of the above. Pick two that you enjoy being on and that your audience is on and really focus and hone in on those two platforms. So my main platforms are Facebook, of course, Facebook is Bay, and then LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Now, Instagram, I'm not a big fan of, but I'm on it because it's a tool that's not going away. But you also have to realize that Facebook is the owner of Instagram. Facebook mm-hmm. has one point, I believe, six billion people to log in every day now. Instagram's close to 500 million that log in every day. So Instagram is still, I'm sorry, Facebook is still king. Good. You had mentioned LinkedIn, mm-hmm. and um, I get a lot of people that um, ask me and send me invitations. Mm-hmm. I do not know half of them and uh, I recently heard that you should go and clean out your box if you don't know someone you should Mm -hmm. probably move them out because it's almost as if you're giving them a recommendation what's your thought Mm -hmm. on who should be your connections on LinkedIn so I look at synergy a professional synergy so is there an opportunity for us to connect um, and do business with one another is there an opportunity for me to learn from you or you to learn from me or is there an opportunity for um, me to make introductions into my network and then vice versa can you introduce it to your network so as long as there's some professional synergy there it makes sense for you to connect now if you're just going around connecting because people have cute profile pictures that might be something you want to steer away from (laughs) that's specifically for linkedin Mm -hmm. so what about facebook because i know that's a big question is how do you get more followers the vanity number so what what would be is that specific towards linkedin or is that also for facebook as well so i have a different approach with social media connected once again i had a paradigm shift where i start using it as a tool more so than a social vehicle so francis would be a perfect example we met randomly at some city of houston event exchanged cards but what helped her know like and trust me on a more expedited level social media because typically we get cars then we may have lunch or coffee then we'll probably fall by the wayside. That's but she true. has to see me and my wife and get to know me true. over an extended period of time. And it's not creepy. I don't have to email her every day, call her every day, <laughs> text true. her every day. So she gets to know, like, and trust me on a, on a more expedited mm-hmm. scale. So if there are people that you would like to make connections with, then just have a paradigm shift and use that social media tool to connect with them so they can get to know you a little bit more. 
Hmm. You're, you're brilliant. That I know. Good. No wonder you. why you've been on so many news channels. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. We knew him when. Yes. <laughs> we'll get your autograph after this. I'm just Sell it on I'm eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so I know there are different levels of organizations out there. There's the entrepreneur or the solopreneur that's just starting. Mm-hmm. And this is actually kind of like our chamber and we have the entrepreneur who works out of their home office right. and is one or two man show. But then we have large, huge organizations that are oil and gas, manufacturing, banks, institutions like that. So kind of, I guess, at a small, medium and a large business, can you give us like one tip for each level? Hmm. As far as like using Facebook so, ads? Yeah, maybe just... Facebook ads or yeah, what would get your... Bit? So a lot of people, as you said, seasoned saints mm-hmm. don't really... <laughs> I know like what is social media you hear those broad term vague term social media and they know they need to be in that space Mm -hmm. but don't really know how Um, so what would be like layman's term if you're a solo entrepreneur this is where when it comes to social media this medium and large yeah. yeah so my recommendation would be run ads I know it's going to sound self-serving, but we have to look at the how the platforms have changed. Facebook has become somewhat pay-to-play, Instagram as well, meaning that when you've been trained to, hey, go post, go, go live, go post two to three times a day, and enough people will see your post and eventually convert and become clients, that has now changed. If you go look at your analytics on your Facebook and your Instagram page, you'll see that your reach is very low. Your post will only reach less than 5% of the people that follow your page. Hmm. Whether it's like follows fans, etc. So for those people that don't want to be on social media all day, if you want to target all the business owners in the greater Houston area or on the east side of town, you can literally go behind the scenes of Facebook, say anyone that says they're an entrepreneur or a business owner, show them my ad. And essentially all an ad is is you forcing your content on the phones, tablets, and computers of your target market by giving enough money to Facebook for them to show that to them. So it takes away the work and stress of how many times do I post? When should I post? Things like that. Um, I can go and let my my brand work for me on social media on an automated level to where I can go focus on running my business, whether I'm small or large. Got it. And, and you actually mentioned that about working on your business and not, not in, in the business. The yes. Mm-hmm. The e-myth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I live by it. Yes. So what do you recommend for businesses um, who get like, I call them social media hater comments, just Mm. mean uh, things. You know, there are some elected officials, there's some professionals Mm -hmm. that they just get these remarks and you're, and then there's other people that try to defend them Mm -hmm. and it's just a back and war and it's, it looks like it's always the same ones. You know, one, why do you think they do it? And then two, how do you handle something (laughs) like that? Aside from just saying haters gonna hate. (laughs) I mean, you know, those are what are considered trolls and some people um, don't have a way to express themselves except from behind a keyboard so they can feel tough and confident themselves by typing mean things and for whatever reason they get some euphoria out of it me personally I don't but I have a different school of thought no one has given us an official rule book of how to handle social media so instead of going back and forth just delete it Mm -hmm. that's just my opinion now some people say well you shouldn't delete it you should stick go back and forth and etc but why to waste time Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna pull you down what's the saying you know a man arguing with another man from a distance you can't tell who's a fool Mm -hmm. so you both look bad going back and forth. Right. So just delete it. Right. So we actually bought an ad on yeah. Facebook, but there were some negative comments, mm-hmm. you know, against 
if, if that happens and you can't delete those those right. comments but they're just out there and you just let them lie <laughs> well then I, I believe you can delete them but if you for whatever reason yours won't allow you then you go and put your PR hat on and respond and address the issue so you know we, we apologize that you feel this way is there anything we can do to remedy this for you mm -hmm. things of like that nature so if you're in a position where you can't delete the negative then you have to address it in a positive manner and do your best to de-escalate the situation great and I have seen more trolls jump on that <laughs> yes. talking about oh I see all your negative comments are gone delete them too De <laughs> I love it delete, delete, delete. I love it and then also like on a personal note and a lot of, I know a lot of people are, are into to Facebook but say for example you got like a, a good number of friends mm -hmm. and some of your friends don't you know react to some of your comments mm -hmm. uh, but then when you see them in public they say oh I, I see that you went did, did this did that why do people don't react or react and and what do you do when that happens when they tell you, huh, I've been trolling you, or I'm sorry, I've been yes. following you. I've been stalking. Stalking. Oh, <laughs> stalker. I'm a stalker. You are. I am a stalker. Okay. Why is that? Well, I think we should ask her the question. <laughs> so, so, Jenny, why do people why do, do that? You? Why, why don't you comment on things like that? Because, sometimes, well, first of all, mm. I don't like, especially like Francis. Francis knows a trillion people in the okay. city. And so she goes to awesome event, mm -hmm. posts a wonderful picture. Mm -hmm. If you like it or if you comment, then you start getting on that feed. And yes, I know you can go and unfollow, mm -hmm. but I don't want all the notifications from mm -hmm. all oh. her her fans. Gotcha. And um, gotcha. and so, <laughs> so you're the one of those people who like to keep your email inbox clean. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, yes. There we go. <laughs> yes. So you're like a purist. You don't want any notification unless it's directly for you. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. It's it's kind of it's kind of annoying. I think too. it's an OCD thing. It it might be, <laughs> but I I totally am a stalker because I see people and I'm like oh, yeah. and then also and this literally just happened on a personal note and I won't be I won't say that I'm not uh, guilty of this as well. Okay. But I didn't respond to a text. <laughs> Ah, I know where this is going. But they're like, I see you on social media. <laughs> and I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to act like I'm holier than thou. Because I felt some type of way too when I sent a text and then they're like posting stuff or liking stuff on social media. Like, hello, your phone's in your hand. <laughs> Respond to my text. Maybe they're going to do not disturb. Is this a thing? <laughs> It's very much so. Okay. <laughs> that helps me understand, Jenny, why, you know, um, I've always wondered why, but there's just, there's yeah. always another side to different stories. There's always another side to the story. That's why you got to hear the complete story. Yeah. <laughs> Not just I like the same. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yes. But you mentioned on paying to play. Yes. So, what's the difference between boosting an ad and mm -hmm. paying for an outright ad? So, virtually very similar, but the process of creating a full-fledged ad is a little bit more complex. Now, mm -hmm. boosting has come a long way. It used to be, you can only just say, hey, people like my page or a certain mile radius and then here's my $5. But now you can be a little bit more detailed in the targeting. I'm still a proponent of creating a full-fledged ad because that makes you go through extra steps that makes you think about the entire um, prospect journey and helps you come up with a more fulfilled strategy versus had us through some money and gave it to Facebook and they showed my ad, but what was the actual strategy? If they click on the website, does this ad retarget them? Do they watch a certain percentage of video and all of a sudden other ads start following them around and help them convert? So I'm a proponent of full-fledged ads. Full ads over full boosting. Ads. Yes. 
Okay. Make full ass great again. <laughs> I like that. We're tagging that too. <laughs> That's trademarked. That's trademarked. trademarked. <laughs> and what happens when, you know, you have uh, several friends on, a good number of friends on Facebook, but then you just are not friends anymore? Um, and you, is it delete them or drop them or? Um... I mean, that's all personal preference. Yeah. Uh, you know, some, some memes will say, let them stay friends so they can see your life. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, yes. I'm not and a proponent of that. how great your life is without them. <laughs> I mean, we also have to remember it's social media, so we can be friends in real life and not necessarily have to be connected on Facebook or Instagram. Right. So really, it's a personal preference. Um, me, if we're not really rocking, I need that spot because I'm only allowed so many friends and ah. so I'm at my 5,000 cap. So, yeah. Oh, so, so muy popular. I'm at my 5,000 cap. Well, if you use it as a business tool, then that's true. You like you a, a Rolodex of 5,000 business cards. That's true. So, what about industries that are quote-unquote boring? Or, I worked with a group that pitched to an oil and gas company and mm-hmm. you know and it was it, it's not sexy right it's not fun right. it's it's boring it's boring <laughs> what what how would they how would anybody in those kind of industries or lines utilize social media yeah so that can be complicated because it's not just a you know one size fits all you know silver bullet because it's a shiny new toy you still have to look at the platform um the type of users they're on etc so chances are you're not going to be promoting military weapons on with facebook ads right so it depends on the the industry the service or the product as well as the audience so if you're looking for c-suite executives that make that kind of decision for boring um industries then you may need to look at linkedin but what we can do is now we can have a, a strategy where we put content on LinkedIn, let's say like our website, and once they click on it, now we can retarget them with a Facebook and Instagram ad mm-hmm. because of the Facebook pixel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So I put a link or a blog post on my website on LinkedIn, and uh, maybe it's a group of just CEOs or CFOs. Mm-hmm. So now in that group, everybody that's in there is a CFO, they click it, and now I can go to Facebook and say, anyone that clicked on that specific link, run this type of ad. Got it. Got it. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. So that brings me to the next point: mm-hmm. outsourcing. Do yes. you recommend outsourcing, and what could help somebody pick um, a service that they could outsource to to manage the ads for them? Mm-hmm. So that is or that, social media or anything. Right. So that is the actual reason I created Ads University with the YOU is because I saw the disparity in the marketplace that most people can't afford to have someone do it for them. Mm-hmm. Or they don't have the time and capacity to learn how to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. So let me come t- and create a crash course that teaches you how to make your own ads. So instead of spending money on my fee, you can put that in ads and grow your business and grow your community. Awesome. So give them a call, people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Teach a man and woman to fish, feed them for a lifetime. I love it. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mentioned earlier, if you're using ads, you don't have to worry about how many times to post. Because I know I went to several marketing things and there's different people are saying seven yeah. times a day, four times a day, three times a day. Yeah. It depends on the time of day. So if you're using the ads, then mm-hmm. the algorithms are pushing it out at the best time. I, True. I teach no? my, my clients, when you run Facebook ads, you're exempt from the algorithm because Mm. it's become pay to play because Facebook on average makes $15 billion a quarter from ad revenue. So there's not really much incentive to allow you to post for free on their platform Mm. and generate business for yourself. Think about it's just a media platform that has the attention of a target market. So when we first started with the radio, what did businesses say? Hey, we want access to the attention of everyone listening to your show at 7 p.m. What do you have to do? You got to buy an ad. 
Same thing with TV. Hey, everyone that's watching your show at 6 p.m. is our demographic. How do we access them? Buy an ad. Well, now, where's everyone's attention? Social media. And so the point where your phone comes built in with a social media timer. That's how serious it is in our society. So now, businesses, I need access to that attention. What do I do? Buy an ad for social media. So now, when you're posting and hoping, well, should I post at 6 o'clock? Should I post six times a day? That's not as relevant because if you just say, hey, I want everybody in this radius to see my ad, I can just give Facebook XYZ amount of dollars mm. and we'll force it on our phones, tablets, and computers every day. Interesting. Awesome. That is. So you and your beautiful wife, Cece, mm-hmm. are very active and very popular on in, in, in the community and on social Thank media. You, I appreciate that. But so how do you guys balance? It's like do one do you type oh I'm posting this and then you can share it? Or how how does like a husband and wife that's on social media handle that kind of stuff? You know, we really try to just enjoy the moment and then share our experience with uh, those people who um, follow us, like our pages, things like that, our tribe, whatnot. Um, you know, the balance is when we go out and do Suns in the City, that's really kind of like my brand, so I'll post that. She'll post the self-care and help talks and things like that, and I may post the comedy things to kind of get a laugh out of the crowd. So really, it's just a matter of finding what fits your persona and what you enjoy and want to engage with, because mm-hmm. it's a contact sport. You can't just post something and let a hundred comments just sit there, so I make a concerted effort to reply to everybody and engage. Mm-hmm. So, Which I do notice that. Um, but you never been... comment. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> And that, that actually bit me in the butt one day because I started this Facebook group mm-hmm. and there was a lot of comment going on mm-hmm. and I didn't have time yeah. to go. And so I just went there and liked everybody's and then it just kind of like the engagement wasn't there. And so it kind of like lost the steam. So to bring it back up, it's yeah. having to be conscientious about it. So the algorithm mm-hmm. performs based off engagement. So if you make a post and no one likes it, then Facebook or Instagram say no one likes it. So we're Loser. Not well, I, mean, I didn't say that. <laughs> but we're not going to force it in front of people. But if people start liking, commenting, sharing, and things like that, all of a sudden the Facebook will say, hey, people like this content. Let's force it out to more people. Mm-hmm. So that is important if you want your content tend to be seen. Make sure you're engaging with your audience. That's a key strategy. Mm. So across multiple platforms, should we have the same branding? Um, should it look exactly the same? Mm-hmm. I know at one point there was a lot of discussion. Some people were like, push it out to the same thing. And they're like, no, Twitter has a different audience than Facebook, than LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Change it up based on the audience. Yes. So what are your thoughts on that? Should it look branding-wise all the same across? Or should it vary based on what you your audiences are? So branding from a aesthetic standpoint, as far as color, logo, design, absolutely. Now, as far as content is concerned, it can be very similar, but you need to change it up for um, the platform. So when I make jokes on Facebook about Suge Sudden or Suge Knight, I wouldn't make those same kind of posts on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Totally different audience. Um, Twitter, you have to be very concise because it's what, 240 characters? 280, mm-hmm. something like that. So you have to really be concise. Instagram is really showy, so they want something colorful, um, mm-hmm. you know, ostentatious. Facebook is just, you can do almost anything you want. So my my husband, I'm on Facebook, but my husband is not. So he kind of like lives vicariously through me. And I show him where I'm in bed at night and scrolling. He's like, oh, what's that? And I'll like, oh, here's this. And oh, did you know? And and so we kind of like share it because he just doesn't want anything to do with that. But he is on LinkedIn. And um, I don't know if you and your wife comment on each other's posts. But the other day on one of our podcasts, my husband said, oh, I saw that you have a podcast. (laughs) 
and I said, yeah, uh, some of our friends commented on it. And I said, you should like it. And he's like, oh, okay, I will. Well, then he made a one word comment and, and I got a notification. He's like, I said, oh, John, that was so sweet. He goes, they notified you? So, so, so it was really sweet how, you know, we're still both kind of learning mm-hmm. about that. So do you and your wife respond to each oh, other? Yeah, absolutely. So the funny thing is we can have a whole conversation on the comments on a post me sitting right next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> She'll share a gift, I'll share a gift, and then we'll just laugh at her. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. But, you know, it shows our true selves. Mm-hmm. So. I that, love that. That is true. So, I know you mentioned you, you're tapped out at 5000 well, A lot of people are. It's not a big deal. Anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> if you accepted those pending firm requests, you'd probably be there. <laughs> I'm already convicted on this. <laughs> So, what do you do now that you're capped out at 5000 Because that's what we're going to get Francis. Like, yes. we're going to make Francis go viral this year. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. So, and there's an option that, that you can turn on that says following. So, people can still follow you, kind of like your business page. Uh-huh. And then you can go follow them back. And so, they'll still show each other um, each other's content. You just won't technically be friends on Facebook. But Got you it. can follow each other and see each other's content that way as well. Okay. But... I encourage business owners to start using Facebook as a tool to connect with other people. Because what's the point of just only having 800 to 1,000 friends and they're the only ones to see your post? Mm -hmm. So that's just my theory on that. So do you have a personal page and Mm -hmm. then a professional page? Yes, I have a personal profile and a business profile which houses my business brand. But I still use both. um, As a tool? As a tool, absolutely. That's great. I'm excited. Yeah, because I told Frances, I was like, not only are we going to download all of your wonderful insights, we're going to make you viral and blow the team around. Well, I appreciate so, it. I appreciate is, it. So you're step one to help us do that. Awesome. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Um, and so there is a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for your, your term. Season saints. <laughs> There's a lot of fear on what's out there on social media. And how do you, especially if it's an entrepreneur, I know we we partner with HEC Goldman Sachs and Mm -hmm. we've talked to, I went and a lot of those are your older demographic. It's not the newer youngins. (laughs) Um, And so how do you, how do you change their mindset or should they be scared? I don't really think they should be scared because we all control the narrative Mm -hmm. of what we post. So if you want to post that you're having business meetings or with clients or networking, things like that, where's the harm in that? So people are always saying, I'm scared of putting my personal business out there. It's like, well, you're the one to hit the submit button. (laughs) And then, you know, all my posts are public so anyone can see whether we're friends or not. Only my rule of thumb is if I post this, would I mind if someone screenshotted it and shared it across the world? If I don't have a problem with that, then I'll post it. Because ultimately, what can people do with that information? So I'm going to take a picture. Hey, I was here at the podcast. What's the worst that can happen? Now I'll go take a picture. Hey, me and my wife are at this restaurant after we've already left. So you can't just roll up on us. <laughs> so me letting people in, which helps expedites the know, like, and trust factor. Because people only do business with who they know, like, and trust. Well, how is that detrimental to me personally, right? They can't use the information against me. Now, I saw you went to eat. Hey, you were at a podcast. Hey, you just did a photo shoot. So you really have to decide what is going to, I guess, be detrimental to you from a personal release standpoint. But then my kind of other litmus test is before I post anything, will this help me connect further with my audience? Will this help expand my brand? Or will this generate business for me? So if it passes those kind of tests, then I'll go ahead and post it. 
If cool. it doesn't, then I'll keep it to myself. Well, I got a very important question for you, Tristan. Uh-oh. So, do you like the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Have you tasted it? I've had it. I'm I'm personally a fan of Chick-fil-A. All right. Good answer. Yes, with the Polynesian sauce. Shout out to our chamber member and board member for Chick-fil-A for Becky Chan. So, good answer. We approve of this. And we we like it. Absolutely. And we love that Chick-fil-A, too. And their fries. And their lemonade. And their customer service. Everything. 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 What's not to love? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. What has been your favorite trend? That you've seen. My favorite right now, I'm really enjoying the Dolly Parton challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I made my own version of it. Did uh, you? Yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's the one where Suge Knight put on all the pictures. <laughs> oh, <perfect. laughs> and then I went to MySpace and then Black Planet too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's been pretty fun to see how people represent themselves differently mm-hmm. on different platforms. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. been pretty entertaining. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, have you decided that you want to go viral, or have you had a trending hashtag? Or you know, uh, viral is sometimes it's not something not you necessarily thing. work. Well, it can be a bad thing, but it's necessarily something you always have to work for. It's just really what the marketplace um, wants and desires and enjoys. And if you put that piece of content out there that does it, then it can't happen. There are been people that go viral and nothing happens. So, I mean, really, I'd rather be more kind of respected than just well known. Mm-hmm. So, respect comes with nice invoices, too. Yeah. (laughs) And then I had one more question. You mentioned about what could happen with with the information as it's going. And I've noticed that some people protect their information. Mm -hmm. You can't share it. You can't screenshot it. Mm -hmm. How is that happening? Where are those controls? I just haven't Googled it. I know that that's probably a simple Google (laughs) question. (laughs) Probably so. I tell people I'm a Facebook ads expert, not Facebook help desk expert. Ah, (laughs) That's actually a good a line that you need Tristan, to I got locked out of my page. Like, I can I can run the ad I'm for you. <laughs> I don't know how to get back in your page, though. Um, but I actually forgot the question. What was the question? Um, protecting. Oh, protecting, protecting yes. Protecting your information. So the best you can do with Facebook is make your posts friends only and curate your friends list. But even then, you can still receive a screenshot if that person's on your friends list. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I believe it's Snapchat, I believe, has a setting where you can prevent people from screenshotting mm-hmm. it. But Facebook and Instagram, it's fair game. So if you don't want the World Wide Web to see it, don't put it on the World Wide Web. There you go. <laughs> Just recently, I saw a couple of people that says, my notifications are gone. It was all blank. And I oh. went on there, too, and, and all of my notifications were blank. Right. I'm like, oh, my God, it's true. So I didn't screenshot that but because I, I was so busy. Right. But then they all came back. Mm-hmm. Was there like a glitch in the system or what what did you hear about that? The matrix. There was a glitch in the matrix. So we gotta realize there's one point six billion people that log into this platform every single That's day. Crazy. Two billion, over two billion a month. That's crazy. So imagine the amount of servers and you know, wiring and things you need to make sure that 1.6 billion people can be on here at the same time. So um, it's not a perfect you know, system, but Facebook is a great tool mm-hmm. and um, they, they work really fast to fix glitches like that. So, well, What did we miss? Is there anything that you want to tell the yes. people that are listening to us? Yeah. Funny? Uh, serious? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I know it sounds cliche, but right now is the best time for business owners to run Facebook ads. 
because it's still, although we feel like it's saturated, everybody's not running ads. It's where everyone's attention is. If you want to increase your awareness, it's the most economical way to do it. You can spend $5 a day and reach 1,200 people during your target market. Hmm. So if I was a uh, bakery owner in part of the chamber and I want to target everybody in a five mile radius that has children, I can start running ads about, hey, if you have a birthday coming up soon, things like that. And only those people with children with upcoming birthdays can see your ad. Hmm. So you can be very, very detailed where you spend your advertising dollars compared to other forms like radio, TV, or shotgun. You can be very laser focused with this one. Yeah. So come to your class and learn more. Come to my class and learn more. Woo-hoo. I have an online version and a live version. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming and being our very first guest. Awesome. Yay, thank you. We can't wait to see your post or comment on this. Absolutely. Yeah, so we'll be tagging you. And hopefully this won't be my last one. No, no, no. You're... And, and we'll respond. Yes, please. I thank you. I appreciate that. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> well, I think that co- uh, that ends our session for today. Thank you again for coming and have a great, great weekend. Thank Bye. You all. Bye. Thanks, Tristan. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that was a lot of great information. Download a copy of the tips from today as well as Tristan's contact information from our website, eecoc.org, where you can also keep up with chamber networking events like the business after hours that happened yesterday. Thank you for joining us today. And you can keep up with Francis at ecc.org as well. And follow us on social media to keep the conversation going. Thanks for listening and have a fantastic weekend. Stay safe.